are listening to the Riverbend Youth Podcast. We hope this teaching deepens your relationship with Jesus and encourages you to share your faith with others. Please enjoy the message. Well, I don't know about you, but when I want to know the answer to something, I don't ask somebody. I just get on the internet and I Google it, right? Anybody else? It's like you just Google the things that you're curious about and that you want to know. In fact, in preparation for this morning, I Googled how to and just left it blank. And then these are some real examples of what came up, like how to screenshot on a Mac. Everyone wants to know how to make banana bread. Apparently, these are the top how-tos searched globally, how to draw, you know, stuff like how to tie a tie. I don't care if you Google that. You're never, you're still not going to know. I've done that so many times. I still can't remember. But as I did this, um, the, the, the top part are things that I have actually Googled in the past. So these are some examples of things that I've Googled, right, in the past. How to set up a square menu, that's for vibes out there. Um, And then how to cook rabbit. And the reason I have this, there's another picture, is because we literally got a rabbit and we skinned that sucker. And I was like, what do I do with it? I gotta cook it and I didn't know how. And so that's my son Everett, he's six. Holding a, holding a rabbit. He wanted to live off the land, guys. He was like, he was like, I want to be a survivalist. I want to hunt for my food, prepare it, and live off of the land. All right, we can take it down. It's kind of nasty. So on this Google list of how-tos, I realized something that's not on there, and that is the title of our series currently, How to Friend. Specifically, how to be a good friend how to make friends, how to keep friends, how to change friend groups, even how to lose a friend. And we're going to be talking about those things for the next few weeks. And I think it's important because we don't usually talk about these things. Like when it comes to friendships, they kind of just happen organically, naturally. They're the people we spend the most time with. They're the people in our classes. They're the ones that live in our neighborhood or that our parents hang out with. And so they got kids that are our age. And so now they're, I guess, my friends, right? And they sort of just happen with little to no intentionality most of the time. But I want to encourage us to care a little bit more about the people that we're bringing into our inner circle. And spend the next three weeks talking about it. And I'm not talking about the way that your mom probably talks about your friends, right? Because they they just want someone in your life who's going to be a good influence on you, right? They're just like, I don't want you hanging out with that Rebecca girl. She's a not a good influence. She'd be listening to little baby. Like, she's not good. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm not talking about like that. I'm talking about something deeper this morning, something that God cares about so much that he put it in his word. Um, and, and God knows that friendships can be emotional. God knows that friendships can be confusing. And he knows that they can be difficult at times. So with that being said, because he, he knows you and he cares about you, He wants to help. And that's where we get into his word. And if you're unfamiliar with the Bible, it's divided into two parts, right? You got the Old Testament and you got the New Testament. Now, the Old is everything that happened before Jesus leading up to him. And the New Testament starts with the arrival of Jesus, the Son of God, Savior of the world, right? Um, and, And kind of talks about his ministry on earth when he was in physical form on this planet. All the things that he did leading up to his death, burial, and resurrection for all of us. And then all the things that happened afterwards leading up until today and and beyond the future and the end of everything, right? And the beginning of the new heaven and the new earth. And that's the New Testament. 
in the first four books of the New Testament, they're called the Gospels. You got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. John is my favorite because the first three are the synoptic Gospels, kind of like the word synonym, right, where they all kind of mean the same. It's because all the material in Matthew, Mark, and Luke are virtually the same. John wrote, he was like, y'all fools left some stuff out. I'm going to write some stuff. I'm going to write a gospel too of the same things that I saw and heard Jesus do, but it's going to be different. It's over 90% unique material to Matthew, Mark, and Luke. That's why it's my favorite. Like, it's so fascinating. And so John, he's, he's writing about this moment in Jesus's life that he was there for and and many believe that, that John was actually a teenager when he followed Jesus, which is pretty cool. He was probably pretty close to you, if not your age, when this was all going down. And there's this time where Jesus is about to be arrested because the authorities were threatened by him out here doing miracles, challenging religious authority, claiming to be God himself, and then proving it in a lot of ways. So they're like, this guy, he's got to go. He's challenging everything we know. They were going to capture him. They were going to arrest him. They were going to kill him on a cross, a horrible way to die. And he knew that. And Jesus gathers all of his friends together. And if you can imagine, like, knowing you're about to die, and you get the closest people to you in your life together, and you want to share something with them, you better listen up. It would be the most important thing that they have. It's like a last will or a last words before a person goes, right? And, and these are the things that they really want you to hear and, and know. And Jesus, he could have been thinking, what are my friends going to do for me? How are my friends going to help me get out of this situation? How can they serve me? How are they going to prove to me that they are my real friends? But that's not what Jesus did. In chapter 13, verses 4 through 5 of the Gospel of John, he writes this, so he, being Jesus, got up from the table where they were eating their dinner. He took off his robe. I hope he was wearing something underneath it. You know what I'm saying? He wrapped a towel around his waist, and he poured water into a basin. Then Jesus began to wash his friend's feet, drying them with the towel he had around them. Now, this might seem really random, but listen, you think feet are nasty now. Like, some of y'all be like, don't even get near me with your feet, okay? Feet were super busted back then. I promise you that. People walked everywhere, largely barefoot. They, and, and what shoes they had, they, they didn't have, they didn't have like the, the, the Air Force Ones back then, okay? They, they, they had these nasty sandals and there was, there was no paved roads. There was no sidewalks. There was just dust and dirt and dookie, the three Ds all over the place, okay? Because animals were just boo-booing all in the streets. There was no sewer system or anything like that. It was rough, okay? The people had ingrown toenails. There was no doctors to take care of it. Big old long, nasty claw talons like, ah! all right? They had the bunions and the corns and all that junk. It was, it was grody, okay? And so, but it was customary whenever someone walked into your house, you'd have a basin of water, you'd have some servant probably who would wash the feet of the person to, to come in. Right, lower positions washed the feet of people in society with higher positions. But Jesus didn't care about social hierarchy. He cared about his friends. He cared about people, period. And, and here he put his friends above himself. In another gospel, the gospel of Luke, Luke, who was a doctor, um, he said that, that he wrote down some pretty good advice that Jesus had when it comes to friendships. And I want you all to hear this and not just hear it, 
but do it. Build our house on the rock, right? Luke 6.31, do to others as you would like them to do to you. We can take that and apply it to our friendships. We want to treat our friends the way that we would like to be treated. This sounds simple, and we've heard this probably since we were a little kid. Like, treat others the way that you want to be treated, right? But, like, what does that look like today, now, as a teenager, in life, practically? Because I'm not saying you have to wash somebody else's feet, literally. Like, that, that's a metaphor. You're like, thank God. Others of y'all are like, aw, y'all are nasty, okay? <laughs> um, here's a few examples. Message others the way that you would want to be messaged, all right? Don't be a douche in the I message, all right? Invite others the way you'd like to be invited. You're like, no one ever invites me to anything. I'm always left out. Do you invite people to things? Talk to or talk about others the way that you would like to be talked to or talked about. Are you spreading the tea, spilling it all over the place, the hot goss? Is that what you want someone to do about you? Well, then why are you doing it? Forgive others the way that you would like to be forgiven. You're like, what? It was just one time. Oh my gosh, have some grace. But meanwhile, you're holding all these grudges. You're like, canceled. Come on now. Listen to others the way that you'd like them to listen to you. You ever just have somebody that just always be talking about themselves? They never ask you any questions about you. Every time you're with them, they're just like, me, 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 this and this. Don't be that person. If it drives you crazy, don't be that person. Post about others the way that you'd want to be posted about. How are you in the comments? How are you on the private stories? It's like, oh, they don't even know. Still, what you do in the dark matters, and it'll probably come to light at some point anyway. The bottom line for this morning is this. Being a friend means serving your friends. Said another way, be the friend that you would like to have. Be the friend that you would like to have. You're like, well, other people don't be treating me that way. Well, it's got to start somewhere. So there's three things as we'll finish up, right? Number one, think about your friends. Like actually take the time to consider them. Think about their wants. Think about their needs. Think about how they receive friendship and care and love. Like just be mindful of it. Number two, listen to your friends. God gave us two ears and one mouth. You'll hear us say it a lot. Listen twice as much as you talk. Ask them questions instead of talking about you. And you're like, if I ask them questions, how are you doing? How's your relationship with Jesus? How's your life at home? How's the family? You're like, I'm not prepared to answer those questions. I don't have all the answers. You don't have to have all the answers in order to listen. Just listen. Just be. Sometimes people just need a sounding board, man. And then you can talk it out. You can follow up. You can text them later and just encourage them. Be like, I know you're struggling with this. Just thinking about you this morning. Or better yet, just praying about you this morning. That's number three. Pray for your friends. How often do we do this? Literally, make a list of your friends. Put them by name on a list and go down the list and pray for them with what you know is going on in their life. And keep it to yourself. It's no one else's business. It's the Lord's business. Prayer is not tea. In fact, the person you're praying for doesn't even need to know. God is, is powerful enough to hear and answer prayers and work supernaturally in the lives without people knowing. He's God. Small prayers are even a big deal, right? 
So I'll leave you with this. Instead of worrying about how your friends are treating you, think about how you are treating them. Instead of worrying about the kinds of friends you want, worry about the kind of friend you are. Thank you for listening to the Riverbend Youth Podcast. To learn about our mission, gatherings, and more, please follow us on Instagram at rbyouth or check out our website at riverbend.com students. If you were encouraged by this message, please subscribe, rate us, and consider sharing our channel with a friend. Available anywhere you get podcasts.